How's it going, guys? This is Connor. Welcome to Her Soccer with Connor podcast, week two for the NWSL League. Um, how was your week? How'd y'all do? Did y'all play in your own games? I played my game. My game was crazy. Uh, did you have a crazy soccer game? Um, my game this weekend, uh, this last week, that's my dog. Hey, let's start it off with the dog barking. Anyways, uh, my game this weekend, we actually lost two to one, unfortunately. Um, I had to show up about five to ten minutes late, and when I get there, my starting keeper is on his back with broken ribs, and what, what I'm fearing is broken ribs. It later turned out to just be like a bruised chest and a bruised sternum. I need to check in with him today and make sure he's doing good. Uh, but that's David, my keeper. David, if you hear this, I hope you're doing good. Anywho, um, and uh, I find out that uh, my team let nine players score on them. So, uh, you know, I, I'm on the sideline and all of a sudden I hear uh, someone say, oh, yeah, they're finally at full strength. I'm like, the team, the other team's at full strength? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, what's the score? Oh, we're down 1-0. And I'm like, how many did they start with? They had nine. And you got scored on? Yeah. Apparently they played a ball across the the face of goal and and uh, my sweeper just had a, a bad touch, I guess, and just uh, left it for them and they scored. Happens. Uh, anywho, uh, one thing that did happen in the game, um, I suffered a small minor injury. Um, I kind of brought it upon myself, as these things sometimes do. Uh, when I first got into the game, I thought my team was playing flat. And sometimes you just need to do something to shake things up. You know, you, you need to, ex- and I usually do it through physical exertion. Uh, one thing I like to do uh, on the soccer field um, actually, you know, I'm not going to tell you that one. I'm keeping that one. Um, you know, but what happened in this situation is I wanted to spark my team. I thought my team was playing a little flat. And I thought I was playing a little flat as well. And I went in for a 50-50 ball and got called for a foul. And in, and in doing so, in a, in a shoulder bump with the, uh, with the other, other player, uh, I ended up putting him on the ground. Uh, right on his, uh, right on his tuchus. Right on his little behind there. And uh, he didn't appreciate it. And I'm trying to do my gentlemanly thing where I'm trying to offer my hand to help him up and, and you know, apologize the whole time. And, and uh, he really wasn't having it. But and So um, he did allow me to help him up, but it took a long time and he was reluctant about it. Anywho, fast forward to the second half. And I have the ball as a left winger, and he's playing, you know, right back or right winger for his his team. And I tried to cut the ball acro- across him. And uh, when I did, we just uh, we kind of got tangled up in in the midst there. I, you know, uh, I felt his hand in in a little bit uh, of the ball in a ball form uh, slap up against my right ear. And uh, and but it happened quickly. It happened quickly enough. Um, no foul was called and. And, uh, I, but I felt a weird pressure in my ear. I subbed myself off and I went over to the sideline and I tried to pop my ears, you know, like you do when, when you, when you put, hold your nose closed. And, uh, and when I did, I've never felt a sensation like this. It was, it was as if my ear was already popped or open, I guess. And I felt a rush of hot air from inside my, uh, my skull, I guess, uh, blow out onto the inner part of my eardrum. 
uh, or on the inner part of my ear. Like I, I felt, I felt hot air from inside my body go rushing out of towards out of my body, but, but warming the, the ear canal, uh, as it went, uh, and, uh, it, it also was accompanied by a whistling sound. And, uh, so I was slightly concerned, but I could still hear out of it. And, uh, I told some, my teammates on the sideline, uh, you know, hey, my, my ear's doing this weird thing. And when I tried to pop it with the nose thing, it once again, it whistled and did did its weird hot air thing. And, and my teammates said, yeah, we can hear it whistling. And they were, they were a few feet away. So, you know, <laughs> it was, it is what it is. Um, but it, it's a ruptured, uh, ruptured eardrum. I looked it up later. I have a ruptured eardrum or a lacerated eardrum or anywho. And it's just, and it's just one of those things where usually you really don't need a doctor. It actually heals on its own, but you need a couple of weeks. And uh, it's going to be tender and everything. And it feels, it kind of feels physically uh, like a minor ear ache or a minor, if you, not, not on par of an ear infection, nowhere near that level of, of pain for those who have had ear infections and ear aches. But uh, yeah, a crappy one. Uh, you know, it feels, it just kind of feels meh. And I still have a little bit of weird pressure in my ear. And uh, today's Thursday. I'm really late with this thing this week, guys. I apologize. Um, but, uh, yeah, I can, I, my ear can kind of pop now. It's getting better day to day. Like I said, I read it up. I read up on it. And I feel like I don't need to see a doctor because I don't experience any hearing loss. And um, I'm just letting it, uh, letting it heal. And uh, doing things like chewing gum and, and doing that kind of thing. So I'm working the joint and all that good stuff. So anyways, that was my game. We lost 2-1. to one. Doesn't really do a, a whole lot of effect on the team. Uh, like I said, we, my team uh, in our league, we don't have chance for promotion. My over-30s, uh, Madrigal Dragon Squad. That's Madrigal, M-A-D-R-I-G-A-L. Madrigal. I have the toughest time saying it. Madrigal. Dragons. Anywho, over-30s. Uh, we play in the Austin Men's Soccer Association, over 30s, uh, Division uh, B, yes. Anywho, um, but we'll get promoted next season, I feel. Next season, we're going to make the good, that's when we're going to make the, the, the good push. Uh, so we're just trying to uh, play strong and finish out the year uh, on a high note. So anyways, lost 2-1, to one and that was my game. Um, Let's go on to the NWSL. Uh, first game I watched was the Orlando Pride versus the Houston Dash in Orlando. Congratulations to Orlando for setting the NWSL record for having over 23,000 fans at the game. Woo! Go Orlando. Anyways. So, that's great. Uh, let's see. The game was a good game. You know, I, for the sake of the league and everything, I think it was a good thing that they won. Um, I, I was happy for uh orlando is happy for the nwsl and you know and you bring out twenty three thousand people and it's it's an expansion team it's their home debut and it's just a good thing for everybody involved that they got the victory as uh as much as i did you know as much as deep down i was rooting for my houston dash to win of course being my texas squad but um uh orlando played a strong game and uh alex morgan uh, uh pressured and uh, she finished, and uh, she made things happen up top. I, I put it on her in the last podcast that I thought she needed to finish more, and so I, I, I thought she played great. And, uh, and isn't this great that she, I mean, so she lives in Orlando, plays for the NWSL, and she, li- she got to choose, I believe she chose Orlando somehow. She politically made her way to the Orlando squad because 
I haven't looked it up. But her like boyfriend, fiance, husband. I'm sorry, I don't know what it is. Plays for the Orlando squad for the MLS. And so, don't you just want to throw up in your mouth a little bit that they're just? <laughs> I mean, is that not just the perfect life for both of them? Oh, I'm so jealous. Anyways, uh, but yeah, congrats to the two of them. Uh, anywho, so um, yeah, Spencer and Morgan just put a lot of good pressure on in the first half. Um, uh, and on uh, the first goal, Spencer uh, made a nice uh, back heel pass to Morgan, who uh, who had who had a missed shot, but it was deflected in. I thought it still, the goal should have, uh, still should have gone to Morgan, but uh, it was credited as an own goal, which I think in the, you know own goals should be should never come in doubt, like never even approach benefit. If you can get out of it, why not give an offensive goal to somebody as opposed to putting an own goal on somebody? As far as uh, the, the official stat sheets go, that's just how I go. Uh, but maybe just I bet you by definition in the, in the rule book it was technically an own goal because I mean Morgan Morgan was trying to shoot it but the problem was she hit it so so far with the outside of her foot it was probably it wasn't on frame I could tell by the replay I saw it wasn't on frame which I guess technically then I guess classifies it as a cross and not a shot and then if it goes off the defender's knee and into the into their own goal anyway um, uh, Morgan's final goal was really nice and once again generated by Spencer. Uh, they worked it up the left flank. Uh, Morgan Cup came over. Great communication. Really just gave her like used her hands as a forward, kind of like uh, almost like uh, the uh, the guys with the cones and the the flashlights that are land in the planes. You know, she she had that great communication. Brought the hands down. Uh, asked for the ball on the ground. It came to her on the ground. First touch finish into the uh, the side netting on the far post. Uh, just very clinical and very really nice goal. Um, hey, let's see. And so, yeah, that was, uh, they ended up winning 3 1. Uh, Andressa had, I guess, I believe a goal in the 75th minute, if I'm not correct, if I'm correct, for Orlando or for Houston, which was a really nice goal to make sure that they didn't walk away without something. Uh, moving on. Uh, next game was uh, Kansas City and Portland. Uh, the FC Kansas City versus the Portland Thorns. Uh, let's see here. Kansas City switched it up defensively uh, in this game. They played with four in the back. Week one, they played with three in the back. Uh, so I thought that was an interesting change. Um, Michelle Betos, the keeper uh, for the Portland Thorns, uh, made an amazing save on a PK. PK may or may not have been legitimate. I thought it was. Uh, but as I, as I watched her uh, set up for this uh, penalty kick, She's just a little 5'9 thing, and so you're just thinking in your head as a striker, if I put it in the side netting, I should be good. And the the shot was low and hard, low, low and very hard and very well placed. And Michelle Bantos sprung over, over to the right post, got to the ball, got a hand to it, put it off the post, and the, uh, the opportunity was ultimately lost. And it was uh, a wonderful save. And uh, I really think that it's probably uh, that save is probably the highlight of the weekend for me. Uh, so I encourage everybody to go, uh, of course, uh, onto YouTube or the NWSL podcast. Uh, or excuse me, <laughs> that's what you're listening to, the NWSL uh, website. Um, but yeah, like I said, they do uh, at least check out the highlights from this game on YouTube, especially the highlights because they uh, they include a slow mo replay from behind the goal of of uh, a really impressive save. Um, and then, of course, unfortunately, 10 minutes later, um, Heather O'Reilly gets the ball and just with redemption on her mind, I'm sure, puts a left-footed, just a beautiful left-footed cross uh, into, uh, into the box. And uh, Shea, uh, Shea Groom, 
Shea Groom scores with a beautiful diving header in the 30th. Uh, so, and that was just two incredible plays back-to-back. And, uh, the, but that was a really nice goal to, uh, to put Kansas City up. Um, let's see here. The, the broadcast itself was um, unfortunately awkward uh, between the, the, uh, the commentators. I'm not sure. Uh, on YouTube, at least, uh, that, that, this is the broadcast I'm referring to. Um, uh, the, the, the commentators need to get away from the, the crowd. I, I could hear, uh, one part of a, a gentleman's phone conversation, which wasn't great. And, and, uh, you know, you could hear certain fans <laughs> yell at the ref, which was a little entertaining, but they, you know, I don't need to hear them. Just, be, I, I, it, it needs to be, it's lower quality. It's, it's lower class. The NWSL is better than that. Uh, they they need to somehow get the get these microphones and these commentators away away from the rest of the fans if possible, um, but I understand a certain facility uh, makes that uh, not a possibility uh, logistically sometimes. Anywho, but I, that that's what and you know and the people it, I, I think the like when you get an announcer uh, or a commentator it's kind of it's always this kind of give and take between how much they know about soccer and how much they know about kind of just general broadcasting and how to talk about nothing and and sound professional and and uh, and uh, it's a, a a fine art uh, to do definitely. Um, and I think, unfortunately, they they uh, this gentleman that they had just lacked a little bit of the soccer knowledge, and um, and it just ended up kind of being an awkward broadcast because of it. Anyhow, um, I don't want to dwell on that, uh, even though I just did. Um, so let's see here. Oh, and I and one thing that that also I didn't like was, of course, I started hearing whistles. At, uh, like I thought the ref blew the whistle, and everyone was still playing, and I was like, "What? What?" You know, and I was kind of confused. And then as I looked in the background, I, I discovered that the facility that they play in is is essentially a field that's a part of a complex, and I could see other soccer games taking place on other fields in the background, and. Uh, I just it's just not a good look for the league. I, you know, I you got to just at least you know for the video cut cut off those games in the background, and to where I'm we're not hearing other. I mean, hearing whistles from other fields that's amateur soccer stuff. That's not professional soccer stuff, uh, in my opinion. Um, if it can be logistically possible, I would definitely uh, hope that they would do something about that uh, for the league um, because the girls definitely deserve it. Anywho. Um, Anyways, um, and then, okay, so there was a second yellow card for Shea Groom in the 47th minute. Uh, kind of controversial, you know. Uh, I'm not sure. She got to the ball first, so and that uh, there was a, a through ball on the ground. It was between her and the keeper. She gets to the ball first. She kicks it up against the keeper, but then she slides and slides into the keeper um, a- after the kick. Like, the kick, she gets first to the ball. She kicks and, and falls, and as she's falling, she falls into the keeper. Uh, but it's def- definitely no malice. Definitely not trying to. Definitely not trying to hurt anybody. But just in order to run to get to the ball and kick it, um, that's what happened. And uh, I think she was just punished for not hurtling the keeper. I think in those situations, you, as a striker, you got to be ready to pull up and, and jump that three foot hurdle so you don't hurt the keeper. Because you can, uh, as a keeper, that's the that's the worst one. when the knees and those things come flying in, and they don't they and. And, and they don't move, go up, and that's how ribs get broken and that kind of stuff. Uh, so I think she's got to be really careful with that. Having said that, I don't think it was worthy of a yellow card. Um, I, just 
due to the innocence of it all, it just it, it was just two players going in hard for the ball, and she got to it first and wasn't trying to hurt anybody. Did the player get hurt? Yes. But for a yellow card, I don't know, uh, it, especially a second yellow. Uh, so that took um, Portland down to 10. And, uh, or no, excuse me, that took um, uh, uh, Kansas City down to 10. And um, then um, that kind of led to the uh, 77th minute equalizer. Nice header from the uh, Tobin Heath corner. And uh, it, they scored. And uh, I think it ended up that way. Is that? What was the final? Kansas City, Kansas City Portland, what was the final? Let me, let me pull that up. But Michelle Betos, what a save. You guys got to look that up. Yeah, that's what I thought. 1-1. One, one. Uh, that was the final. Uh, nice goal on the on the header. It was kind of one of those top-of-the-head headers, not one of those forehead headers that you like. But, you know, a goal nonetheless. Uh, the next game, game I watched was Sky Blue FC versus the Washington Spirit. Um, this, was, uh, this was a good game. Um, let's see here. The, uh, the Allie Krieger goal, guys. Really cool goal, the 40th minute. Uh, I can't tell. I can't tell. I wish. Uh, uh, I wish I had communication. Uh, some some like uh, a a way to set up a, a survey or something because uh, the alley creeper goal was it a cross or was it a shot? You know, I you know, uh, who knows. <laughs> but it was one of those. It was a really uh, really nice. I want to say. I want to say it was a shot. You know, I I want to give her the benefit of the doubt in this situation, but she got the ball out on the uh, uh, the right hand side, of course, in crossing position, and she puts this. Little, it might have just be one of those thoughts where you just aim it at the post and say, "I just want to send something in that's going to be dangerous." You know, I want some, and she sends in a dangerous ball, and it ha- and maybe it just happens to find the side netting on the opposite side like perfectly. But anyways, beautiful goal from Allie Krieger in the 40th um, uh, to uh, put Washington up 1-0. And uh, then, oh, and then i got to give a little props to Taylor Lytle for the 45th header uh, off the line, uh, off of a corner kick. Oh, that, and that was, a, that was a big moment in the game, and she did very well there. Um, Sky Blue FC, no shots in the first half. Fix it. Uh, let's see here. What else do I have written down for this game? Um, oh, quick question. If a girl gets magged, like when the ball goes between her legs, is that called a nutmeg or just a regular meg? And I'm not trying to be like, I know I just bring it up because it's kind of funny to talk about, but I don't know. I'll have to look that up later. Uh, Maya. Oh, Maya Hayes' goal in the 66th. 6th. 66th minute. Uh, it was a very nice goal. Uh, very nice through ball. Um, let's see who got the assist on that. Let's uh, let's go back. I'm gonna pull up the uh, the statistics from this game real quick. From Sky Blue and the Washington Spirits. Alrighty, here it comes. Do do do. <coughs> Excuse me. The my Hayes goal. Oh, Tara, uh, ty, bleh, ta, la, la, la. Taylor Lytle again. Same girl. Well done, Taylor Lytle. So she has the header that saves that does the defense at the end of the forty uh, end of the first half, and then she got this really nice through ball to my my uh, uh, my Hayes, uh, which is my mother's maiden name by the way, uh, and uh, and she scores, and that was a uh, nice goal for the Sky Blue FC. That made it two to one. 
Um, Diana Matheson scored in the 56th from Crystal Dunn. And uh, that was... Uh, that was off a. Of, that was the play where where uh, the, the the nutmeg or the meg happened, and you're all gonna help have to help me out with that. Do do do. Okay, and then the final two games, I got to admit, guys, I didn't have time to watch them. I just watched the highlights. Um, rough week for me. Like I said, ear infection or not ear infection, but broken eardrum. You know, can't really hear. Well, I can hear, but it just weird. Anyways, <sighs> haven't been a hundred percent. So the Chicago Red Stars played the um, West Western New York Flash. Um, let me pull up the stats for that game. I watched the highlights. Uh, it was a 1-0 victory for the Red Stars. Kristen uh, uh, Press, I ripped one in the 40th. That almost went in. Oh, the Chicago goal. Yeah, the Chicago goal was in 27th. Not your best kind of... I mean, it was a goal off a... De- scored off a deflected shot. I don't even know if they counted as an own goal or not. I'm about to find out because that... It brings up our argument. So this one, I remember watching this one. It was deflected in on the 28th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope, they just gave it to a goal scorer. Good for them. Casey Short got the goal on the 28th. She, I mean, she had a good strike. It was low. It was hard. And uh, took a deflection on its way into the uh, to find the back of the net on the 28th. And Chicago um, ended up getting out of there with the 1-0 victory. Oh, man. One thing about that game. Chicago gets to play at Toyota Park, Natural Grass Stadium. 20,000 seats. That thing is beautiful. It's got two practice fields out back, one natural grass, one artificial turf. Oh, just the practice field, not the game field. Game field's natural grass, y'all. Um, so, yeah, it made for a really nice watch as far as the highlights go. Um, anyway, so kudos to Chicago for having, and uh, to uh, Toyota for uh, Toyota Park because it, it's beautiful. It's, uh, it's one of the very nice soccer-specific stadiums I've seen in this country. Um, moving on, uh, Boston playing Seattle. Uh, Seattle really just kind of uh, outclassed him from the beginning and ended up getting a three 0 victory. Uh, let's pull up some stats on that one. And Boston, I'm gonna watch your whole game next time because I'm pulling for you, ladies. I gotta see what's going on here with you. Uh, where's Boston over here? Washington. So wrong page. I gotta have someone else do this for me. <laughs> okay, Boston versus Seattle. Here it comes. Here it comes. Okay, so goal scorers: Maynard Mellis, Rachel Corsi, and Kim Little. Which goal did I like the most? The Kim Little goal is a nice left-footed shot, and let's see. Here. Oh yeah, the tenth minute. The tenth minute goal by by Maynard Mellis. Was just, it was just, was just okay. Let's be honest, it was just okay. But I want to talk about Kim Little for a second because I'm noticing her statistics, um, and I want to teach you all a new soccer term because she almost did it. Kim Little almost did a Richard Nixon, or what I call a Richard Nixon, and um, basically because she had two assists, she assisted the goal to uh, Manon Mellis. Manon Mellis, we have to work on that, and uh, she assisted Rachel Corsi's goal. Uh, so she had two assists and one goal. Now, uh, if she had two goals and two assists, then that's how you successfully complete the Richard Nixon. And I came up with that by uh, the idea of if you uh, if you were to like run down the field in celebration of your two goals and your two assists, 
and let's say that you took your right hand and you put the number two in the air, you know, basically the peace sign, you put the peace sign in the air for your two goals, and your left hand, you also do the peace sign, signifying your two assists. But then all of a sudden you look like Richard Nixon, because you've got the, the two peace signs in the air, as he so he did, when he was getting on the plane after he was, you know, uh, thrown out of office or whatever. So, that's the Richard Nixon, two goals, two assists. You almost had it, Kim Little. Keep trying. I had, I've had one outdoor and one indoor uh, Richard Nixon, and that's probably not, but I'm counting like the past yeah, four or five years. Okay. Um, so that was pretty much it for, uh, for that game. Uh, let's see here. Oh, and uh, of course, Solo. Uh, kudos to Hope Solo for making a nice save. Point blank shot in the 90th garbage time. I figured they were going to get one in on her at that point. Uh, but it didn't happen. So anyways, y'all, thank you so much again for listening. I'm going to go ahead and chop this up and post it. Um, like I said, I'll try to get next week up. Or I didn't even say that. Why would I say Like I said, when I haven't even said it yet. <sighs> Anyhow, I will try to get the next podcast up earlier in the week than uh, Thursday. Uh, but anyways... Um, I appreciate you listening. Uh, this is a lot of fun. Uh, I hope you uh, all tune into YouTube to watch the, some NWSL uh, highlights when you can. And uh, uh, to at least uh, subscribe to the channel if you can. NWSL on YouTube. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. Special thanks goes to MonkeyMan535 for the song Happy Music provided by freesound.org.